Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مدل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله أما بعد قال الله سبحانه في كتابه الكريم بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ويوم نبعث في كل أمة شهيدا عليهم من أنفسهم ودئنا بك شهيدا على هؤلاء ونزلنا عليك كتابا تبيانا لكل شيء وهدوم ورحمتهم وبشرى للمسلمين صدق الله الذين وقال الله عز وجل في مكان, مكان ثاني اليوم أكملت لكم دينكم وأتممت عليكم نعمتي ورديت لكم الإسلام دينا uh, in today's khutbah, insha'Allah, the ayat that is cited, I will be talking about one of the subjects that uh, we come across many times, uh, which is directly related to how to take the hukum shari, meaning the following the command of Allah Azza wa Jal. And these are the ayat that are cited in these ayat, Allah Azza wa Jal, number one thing which is mentioning is uh, that Allah has completed the deen on Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we are all aware of it that there will be no more messenger after Rasulullah wasallam, and the wahi, the door of the wahi has been closed after Rasulullah And the ayah that was revealed in Surah Al-Ma'idah, Allah Azza wa Jalla akmaltu lakum dinakum wa atmamtu alaykum ni'mati wa raditu lakum al-islam meaning today we have, we have perfected the deen for you uh, and we have completed our blessings on you and we are pleased for you with this deen of al-islam so when it comes to the deen of allah azza wa jal that has been complete when the word akmal is used akmal means perfection here and perfection means that if you add something to it it becomes imperfect if you take something out of it it becomes imperfect so the only perfection that comes it comes from the deen allah azza wa jal has revealed and that can only be seen if we, if we restrict ourselves to only the wahi, which is from the Quran and the Sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As Allah azza wa jal has mentioned that وَنَّزَّلْنَا عَلَيْكَ الْكِتَابَ تِبِيَانًا لِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ وَهُدًا وَرَحْمَةً وَبُشْرًا لِلْمُسْلِمِينَ That, that we have revealed this book, the book of Al-Quran, and this book explains everything. And the part of the explanation is that that we that you follow this book of Allah Azza wa Jal and you follow Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as well. So the both have the, they go hand in hand as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has said, وَمَن يُطِعُ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولَهُ فَأُولَٰئِكَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ أَنْعَمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِمْ مِنَ النَّبِيِّينَ وَصِدِّقِينَ وَشُهَدَاءَ وَالصَّالِحِينَ وَحَسُنَ أُولَٰئِكَ رَفِيقًا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that whoever, that whoever follows Allah and his messenger and the one who believes in them, that Allah will bless them 
with uh, uh, with the prophets, with the Siddiqeen, the, the truthful one, and uh, the shuhada, the martyrs, and the salihin, the righteous one. And what kind of what a good kind of a rafiq or the companionship that is to be with them. As we say these things sometimes, that we want to be resurrected on the day of judgment. Whenever somebody passes, we make dua for them. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give them the company of the anbiya, shuhada, siddiqeen, and salihin. And we all hope to be with them. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us a trick how to be with them on the day of judgment. And that trick is, or that solution for being with them is to follow Allah and His Messenger. So without the obedience, to obedience of Allah Azzawajal and His Messenger Muhammad Sallallahu that cannot be achieved. And Allah Azzawajal mentioned in another place, That follow or obey Allah and His Messenger, so you, are, you, you will have the mercy, you will, you will be mercy from Allah Azzawajal. Having said that, we are aware that this is a normal thing for us to know that our success lies in following Quran and Sunnah. But at the same time, many times we hear one thing which is called Masalih al-Mursala, which is to, this is another source of Hukum Shari has been used for the people, which is to follow the benefit. If something benefits you, that can be used as a, benefit, uh, as a source of Hukum Shari. And uh, I will, inshallah, talk about that subject because there is a flaw of thinking that my benefit or your benefit will be the one who will decide what is the hukum of Allah Azza wa Jal. It's not the benefit that decides what, what is the hukum of Allah. Rather, the Quran and Sunnah or the wahi from Allah Azza wa Jal is the define what the hukum shari should be. And hukum shari means this is the command of Allah Azza wa Jal we are talking about to run our life of here. It's not the benefit, it's not the benefit of me, you or a group of people, it's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decided. Well, Allah is the one who really knows what is beneficial for us. It's not my uh, limited knowledge or the knowledge of all the people even who have limited knowledge and their knowledge will tell us what is beneficial for us. It is a very normal thing for us that many, many times we think of the things that are beneficial for us and we find that they become a loss for us. And the thing that we feel like we are in a mess, we are losing things, but in reality, there is a blessing from Allah There is a khair in there. And Allah Perhaps the things that you dislike, but there will be good, there is a khair in it for you. And there are things that you think that they are good for you, but there is a sharp, there is evil in it for you. And Allah knows that you don't. And that's what our situation is as human beings. That we are not the one who can really decide what is good and what is bad. Yes, we can say at certain period of time, we can think of it something is good. We may think of something is bad, but the ultimate ruling about what is good and what is bad that comes from Allah Azza wa Jal. So when it comes to the benefit as well, the benefit is defined by Allah Azza wa Jal. Whether I see a benefit in the action or not, whether I, uh, I, I have the benefit or not, or maybe I may have benefit. It doesn't matter. It's Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He can only tell the side what is really beneficial. Because for us as a Muslim, our real benefit lies if we enter into Jannah. And that is the benefit we are all after. 
We're not after the benefit that the dunya is giving. Yes, it is allowed for us to get whatever we can get from the dunya in a halal means. But the halal means are defined by Allah Azza wa again. It's not you and me who will be deciding this. Now, when it comes to this masarih al-mursala or the benefit, using it as uh, ruling for hukum uh, sharai, uh, there are some of the points which are mentioned, and there are three in general points are used. One, that uh, that the maslaha cancelled by the text. Some of the maslaha, it is cancelled directly by the text. We cannot use benefit and say that this is beneficial, so we go this way. But if there is a hukum, there is a hukum sharai exists directly, then it cannot be used that benefit. Like one of the examples, one of the khulafa in the past, he, he broke his fat. He had... He slept, with his, uh, he slept with his wife and he broke his fat. He went to the scholar and asked him, what should he do? So one of them said that you should go and uh, fast 60 consecutive days. But the thing is, and the reason he gave this, because he thought of it, if he tells him that free a slave, it will be very easy for him. And he will just go and commit the, uh, the, the, the very same sin again. But the thing is, the hadith says that it goes in order. If somebody breaks the fast like that, he is supposed to free a slave. If he cannot, then he fasts for 60 days. And if he cannot do that either, then he frees 60 days, 60 people. So the order is decided by Allah Azza wa Jal. So benefit cannot come in and decide the order because the person has money or is rich. For him, fasting is better than uh, freeing the slave. We have to stick with what Allah Azza wa has defined. So this kind of a mustaha cannot be taken. Second kind of a mustaha, which is actually approved by the Sharia. And we understand if some maslaha, some benefit, Sharia, or Allah Azza wa approves of it, that is acceptable. Because for us, taking it is not because it benefits us. We are taking it because Allah Azza wa allowed it for us. Whether it's a mubah, whether Allah Azza wa Jal has made it obligatory or not. Like we know in the case of uh, uh, the bi'ah, for example, we do buying and selling, and we get benefit out of it. Or when we do businesses, we get benefit out of it. We get the profit out of it. So that benefit is allowed by the sharia. That is why we can go after that kind of a maslaha, that kind of a benefit. So when we are going after that, in reality, we are following the command of Allah Azza wa Jal. So this is not the maslaha, the benefit that is pushing us to do an action. Now, the third kind, which is sometimes people get confused about. And inshallah, I will spend just a couple of extra minutes here. So we will know what the third one is. And that one is goes by that if they, so some of the scholars said in the past that, or currently they're just hanging on to only this one. That if there is something about which the hukum of Allah does not exist then we can look for the benefit and we can follow that and for that a couple of incidents are used as the uh, as the dalil for that like for example they say that when uh, when uh, when the quran was compiled in the time of abu bakr siddiq radiyallahu and later on in the time of uthman radiyallahu he made the copies of it and he just distributed so they say in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, the Quran was not compiled in the form of a book, but in the time of Abu Bakr, it was compiled and put it together in one place. 
So does that mean that that is because of the Maslaha? Because 700 uh, Huffad, they, uh, when in the battle of Yamama, they were martyred. And they thought of it, if we do not save the Quran in some form, of a, in a written way, then we're going to lose the Quran, so we should go ahead and, and, and compile it in one place. Number one thing to remember, Quran was written in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Unfortunately nowadays, some of the people even trying to give some sort of uh, creating doubts in the minds of the people. Quran was written in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He had Katibin Wahi, the one who was the transcribers of the Quran appointed by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He used to make them write and he used to listen back from them to make sure that they have written it properly. And he used to tell them which ayah goes in which place. Because we know the Quran was revealed over a 23 year period of time and not in the order that we see in the form of a book today. It was revealed in a different order, but the ayah were placed in the location according to the wahi. Because Rasulullah was ordered by, by Allah to Jibreel which ayah goes where, and this is the way he used to tell the Sahaba. And in the time of Abu Bakr Siddiq, so this is what, first of all, there were many of the Sahaba, their job specifically was to, to, to write the Quran. Again, remember that. Now, when this battle of Yamama happened in the time of Abu Bakr Siddiq, at that time, the, all they did was they compiled the Quran in one location, and for that, Sahaba, many of the Sahaba, they themselves were of Father Quran. They memorized the Quran. And the ones who wrote the Quran, they had to bring that, whether it was a piece of bone, a piece of a tablet, a piece of a, a, a bark of the tree, or, or whatever it was written on, or, or the skin of the animal, whatever it was written on, they had to present to the appointed person who was uh, Zayd bin Thabit. And they, he had, whoever brings it in, he had to bring two witnesses along with him. That Allah, Rasulullah ordered him to write. And the other Sahaba who were already half of the Quran as well, they were also witnesses. That this is the, uh, these are the ayat from the Quran. And they compiled the whole Quran like that in a continuous manner. It was not a broken link like today the atheism talks about the whole thing rests on the broken link, which is called the missing link. They say, how the apes turn into the uh, humans, that's a missing link, we don't know that. And they are, they are putting the whole life on the missing link. In Islam, everything that we take, whether it's the Quran, whether it's the Hadith, it's all linked properly. We check the asnad, we check every chain of narration, that whether it is correct or not. So now, going back to the subject, the Quran was compiled like that. They'll say, some people say, oh, Rasulullah did not, Rasulullah made sure that it was written. Other thing is, the hadith of Rasulullah says, La darara wa la dira, that uh, there is no harming, in the, uh, you, you, cannot do, you cannot do the thing that harms the other. So that is not allowed. What could, what could be the bigger harm than losing the Quran? So they are using the hadith of Rasulullah and uh, to compile the Quran so we, should, we do not lose the Quran. The other thing that people use sometimes is as if Umar bin Khattab in his time, when there was a famine, and he stopped one of the hudud of Allah Azza wa Jal of cutting the hand of the thief. So they say that, look, Umar bin Khattab did this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered to cut the hand of the thief, but he came and he stopped the hudud of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
What people for tend to forget is the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam about this subject. That says, La khata'a fi makhmasa, or la khata'a fi maja'a mutta. That the hadith says that uh, there is no cunning in the makhmasa, in the famine. If there is a famine going on, then you do not cut the hand at that time. So Umar al-Khattab was acting according to the commands of Allah Azzawajal, rather than thinking that he was just making up something in the Sharia or he was abandoning the rules of Allah Azzawajal. So having said that, to make sure we understand that when it comes to the Maslaha, Maslaha was not used and cannot be used as a Hukum Sharaq. We cannot say that because to say that uh, there are things about which Allah Azzawajal has not given us the ruling is actually going against the command of Allah Azzawajal. Because Allah We have revealed this book. We have revealed this book. And that explains everything. If the book is explaining everything, how can we say that there are things, there are issues in life which are not covered by Quran and Sunnah? <laughs> There is nothing left out of this book. So everything is mentioned. And now, obviously, sometimes people get confused or the question, doubts have been inserted in the minds of the people to think this way that, yeah, but what about the things that I do? For example, I am driving a cab today, or I go to work somewhere, or I am a doctor, I'm a this or that, I do those things. I don't find Quran Sunnah is talking about each and everything like that in detail. Quran Sunnah gives us the principles about doing the things. And we can extract the rulings from that. If either there will be a direct ruling from the Quran Sunnah, or we make the ishtihad. But the ishtihad, the basis of the ishtihad goes back to Quran and Sunnah again. Or the Ijma'a Sahaba, or the Qiyas. So these things are part of the sources of the Hukum Sharai. Not the benefit. And why am I talking about the benefit? Is because now this benefit has been used at many occasions today to show the ummah that we don't need Islam for everything. We can go and uh, look for the benefit of an individual or an individual community or individual nation or the whole world, whatever benefits go along with it. As if the hukum of Allah Azzawajal is not sufficient for us. As if the hukum of Allah is not beneficial for us. We know that the benefit only comes from whatever Allah Azzawajal has allowed us. And anything else that is forbidden by Allah Azzawajal, whether I see a lot of benefit in it, it is for sure it's not, there is no benefit in it. Because our ultimate benefit lies in Allah Azzawajal. And those benefits nowadays, as I said, when it comes to individuals, sometimes the riba becomes halal for the people. Sometimes people have been told, Oh brother, it's okay to buy the first house on the riba. It's okay to do your first business on the riba. No, it does not become halal. Look, there's a difference between saying that somebody is committing a haram or to say, no, the haram has become halal. Because when you're committing a haram, you, are, you can ask for forgiveness of Allah Azzawajal. But when you start to say that Allah has forbidden and you try to make that halal, that can make pull a person outside of, the, outside of Islam as well. So we cannot go against the commands of Allah Azza wa like So we have to be very careful about these kind of things. Now, that's about the individual. 
and other things which are sometimes applied on the community, whether it's community or the nation. Right? For example, what's happening in Turkey today with the, with the Kurdish. Now, a country, a Muslim country, is bombing other Muslims over there. Unfortunately, the real benefit is happening not even for the Turkey here. Because at the end of the day, we are all part of the same ummah. And we know in the last, last khutbah, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa at the hajj, he said very clearly, al-Muslimu al-Muslim, the Muslim is a brother of a Muslim. And from him, his, his honor, his wealth, and his life has been protected. And today, the Muslim is shedding the blood of the Muslim. In the name of what? In the name of nationalism. The Turkish are different than the Kurdish. Want to make sure that the Kurdish, uh, the, uh, the, there is no Kurdish land or something is freed up or something. Even though they are not even discussing on that level. It's more of they are trying to protect the borders that was created by uh, by the kuffar among us. If we go back to Sai uh, Spiko, uh, uh, that... Uh, uh, in 1917, the agreement that was signed up, they, they dealt with how to draw the boundaries between the Muslim land and how the, the, the land that was taken away from Khilafah Uthmaniyah at that time will be divided among the France, among Britain, or among even some cases talking about Russia and, and even, even Italy as well. And those lines have become very sacred for us. Same thing applies to, to Palestine today. Same thing is applying to Kashmir today, where the Muslims have been blockaded for past 80 or 90 days. And what the rulers around them do is they tie a black uh, ribbon around their, their, their arm. And they think as if that will solve the problems of the Muslim Ummah there. And they're waiting for, 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 for the Indian state to, 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 to wage war directly on the freed Kashmir, Radhat, Jammu Kashmir, or Pakistan, then they will take some stance against it. The brothers, think about yourself. If you have been disconnected from the rest of the world for that many days, how will be your life? <clears throat> we have to think of those brothers and sisters as our real own brothers and sisters. Unless we think of this way, we will not move. Unfortunately for us, these nationalistic ideas have taken such a big thing in our mind that everything is revolving around which part of the world I am from. I just care about the boundaries that have been drawn for, for, for us between us by the kuffar. And we're dealing with them like that. So this cannot be considered that as a maslaha of a nation because this nation are thinking about that it is for the benefit of the Turkish or the benefit of the Kurdish or benefit for the Kashmiri or benefit for the Pakistani, that will not work. Because for us, we should be moved by the hukum of Allah Azza wa Jal. Not by the, these kind of nationalistic kind of a junk that have been installed in our hearts and the mind which are alien ideas for a Muslim. We are not the one who should be feeling proud of these thoughts. We should always be thinking of Allah Azza wa Jal says, Inna akramakum Allah That Allah is saying, indeed, the one that has ikram among you on the side of Allah Azza wa Jal is the one who has more taqwa. Allah is the one who has the knowledge of who is the one who has taqwa. It's not you and I will be deciding that who has taqwa and who does not. So our a real way of going back and uh, 
be successful lies in following the Quran and Sunnah, not the benefit which is defined by the mind. Because our real benefit is in following the commands of Allah Azzawajal and Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And Allah Subhanahu says in another place that uh, وَمَنْ يُطِعُ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولَ فَأُولَٰئِكَ مَعَ الَّذِينَ أَنَعْمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ مِنْ النَّبِيِّينَ وَالصُدِّيقِينَ وَالشُّهَدَاءِ وَالصَّالِحِينَ وَحَسُنَ أُولَٰئِكَ رَفِيقًا That what kind of a nice and good kind of a companionship Allah Azzawajal is giving us a glad tidings of. To be with the prophets, to be with the righteous ones, to be with the truthful ones, to be with, uh, 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 with the martyrs. So this is what we are looking for, and that is only connected with following Allah and His Messenger. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment, and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe. Share and tell a friend about IslamPodcast.com.